Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, if you remember last week, we started a four-week series called Fall Pests. And as the name suggests, we're covering some of the most annoying and despised creatures that try to find our way into our homes as the days get shorter. This week we're discussing Courtney's favorite arachnid, the spider. Least favorite arachnid. Gotcha. (laughs) So I guess we'll start out by talking about some of the spiders that are found here in Pennsylvania. So the first one is the wolf spider. Wolf spiders are large hunting spiders. Um, There's two notable species, Hogna carolinensis and H. aspersa. They're both occasionally encountered in Pennsylvania homes. And these spiders will build their retreats, which are usually holes or tunnels in the soil. Um, They'll also live under and between boards, stones, and in firewood, um, under siding, and in similar protected areas. They are considered hunting spiders, so they only come out of hiding during the night to look for prey. And mating occurs in the autumn, and the males die before the onset of winter. So the fertilized females will overwinter in protected locations, which a lot of times this could be your house or other human-made structures. And they produce egg cocoons the following May or June. And they will bite, but the symptoms generally subside within 24 hours. And there's no serious medical consequences of these bites. Still wouldn't want to be bit by one, but... No, they're the big ugly ones, the black ones. Kind of look like a mini tarantula type thing. And uh, I've seen quite a few around my house lately. Don't like them at all. Uh, Another one we want to talk about is a grass spider. And it's a common one in Pennsylvania. Uh, There's webs, which are kind of large, somewhat concave, mostly horizontal. And they say they're sheet-like. And then you'll see a funnel or a tunnel located to one side. And you'll see the the webs and the tunnels more often than the spiders themselves. So homeowners, they frequently see these fast-moving spiders indoors. You guessed it, during the autumn. Uh, as the spiders seek protection from the cold weather. Uh, Grass spider bites have been reported to cause some pain. There's a little bit of swelling associated, redness, itching. Again, the duration of symptoms, they're short-lived. This time it's like one to ten days, but no serious consequences for the most part. You stay away from them, they stay away from you, basically. So the next one is the common house spider. And these guys show up everywhere. You know, sometimes it feels like every time you turn around, there's another web. Well, that's probably from these spiders. And this is because they're known to frequently abandon their current web and create a new one. The common house spider is located usually in a damp area, such as crawl spaces or basements. But they're also known to be found in floors, windows, corners, um, places like that. A bite from one of these guys is practically harmless, but same as the other spiders, there's a little bit of pain and redness. Um, symptoms usually resolve in a day's time. Alright, the next one everybody likes to talk about. It's the brown recluse. Um, there's actually 11 species of the brown recluse, and they're, they are indigenous to the continental United States. Um, Four of these are known to be harmful to humans. So the brown recluse spiders, they're actually established in 16 states. I'm going to list them for you. So Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, 
Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Nebraska, Ohio, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Texas. And then in addition to that, there's isolated occurrences that have been reported in Arizona, California, D.C., Florida, North Carolina, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Washington, and even Wyoming. But um, here's what I wanted to say. They're not prevalent in Pennsylvania whatsoever, and they really aren't prevalent because they can't survive in our climate. Um, and that doesn't mean that there couldn't be one lurking around somewhere. That's because, you know, as Americans, we like to order a lot of stuff online, get stuff in the mail or shipped to our house by UPS, FedEx, all that stuff. That's where you're going to get the brown recluse spider from. Um, it's going to be in lumber shipped to your house or a box. Um, and unfortunately, you know, maybe that's the toll of enjoying our shipping in two days, whatever. But um, that's how you're going to see them. They don't, they don't just live here. Yeah, so just be on the lookout um, if, you're, if you're getting stuff shipped to your house, especially lumber from out of state, that type of thing. I think the bite from those guys can be a little bit more dangerous, too. Yeah, definitely. So the next one is the black widow spider. Um, like the brown recluse, they're also a little bit more dangerous if you do get bit, but they are native to Pennsylvania. Um, they're rarely encountered, so they prefer to live out their lives under rocks or in dark, undisturbed places, so wood piles or maybe the dark corner of a garage where you never go. The female is a shiny black color. They have a red hourglass on the underside, and the male is also black but with red and white spots under the abdomen. They actually get their name because the female becomes a widow after eating the male following mating. So I didn't know that. That's new to me. Yeah, it's new to me too. And like the brown recluse, the bite of these spiders can cause some pretty unfavorable symptoms, um, but they are rare and chances of getting bit by one are pretty slim. All right, the last one we want to talk about is jumping spiders. And if there was a cute spider, I think this would be it. I think Disney or there's some animated short film even made about them because uh, they are. They're, I don't know. They're, they seem a little bit more harmless than the other ones, at least in my opinion. They are kind of cute, I guess. I mean, I'd still prefer not to see one, but they're cuter yeah. than the rest. I mean, just the way all eight or ten of their eyes look at you. <laughs> uh, so several species of jumping spider are actually found throughout the continental U.S., and even Canada, uh, they're found in rural and suburban locations. They're often seen in the fall, crawling on the exterior or interior of buildings. And jumpers are they're shy. Um, they'll retreat from humans when approached. If handled, they generally do not bite. Uh, when bites do occur, it's minor pain, itching, swelling, redness. Uh, same old story, it seems like, with most of these spiders. In uh, that usually persists one to two days um, so you know we didn't mention all the spiders you might see in your house this time of year um, there's definitely more we try to mention the ones that like to come in uh, and we want to talk also about how to keep spiders away from your house so one of the absolute best things you can do to prevent spiders from entering your home is to reduce the number of potential nesting sites around your home these areas include wood piles, rock piles, um, brush, high weeds, grass, clutter around the outside of the house. Um, 
It's also important to frequently move and clean items stored in your basements, garages, attics, and other storage areas. And this will disturb the spider nesting areas and possibly prevent them from nesting there in the future. Alright, another good thing to mention is closing the openings of exterior walls. Kind of talking about this before the show, but those gaps, you know, if you have uh, vinyl siding where it meets up with your foundation, you want to make sure you seal that up, put some foam in there, something to, uh, you know, close those cracks and gaps. Um, Also, replace the weather stripping at the bottoms of your doors. Um, If you burn firewood, it's best to leave it outside. I can also attest to this when I moved into my house um, that I currently live in former owner had stored a bunch of wood down there and left it for like about a year and unfortunately when we moved in there's a bunch of spiders in the basement um not anymore took care of them but you know like i said if you have wood leave it outside seems like most interior and exterior insecticides are not really that effective um they don't do a lot to prevent spiders from entering spiders are directly sprayed with an insecticide Yeah, they probably will die, Um, but using other methods to get rid of them instead of insecticide is usually better. You want to mention something about natural alternatives, right? Yeah, so in my research to get rid of spiders around my house, I also looked at some more natural alternatives to try and get rid of them, and one of them was creating a peppermint spray. So they say that the smell is too extreme for spiders, so they won't come near it. And if you mix peppermint essential oil, or I used fresh peppermint leaves kind of ground up and put in a water bottle, and you just spray that around windows and doors, it can help. Um, Another one I read about but haven't tried yet is using baking soda in spider-prone areas. So spreading just a little bit of it around doors, corners, windowsills, and other areas is said to repel them because their legs are sensitive. So I don't know if that one works, but that was just something I had read about. And they also say that using cedar mulch or wood chips around your home can help. So the smell of the cedar will help repel the spiders. And if you look on the internet, um, there's plenty of other natural alternatives as well. Everything from vinegar to citrus, salt, citronella, and turmeric. Um, They can all be used in some way to possibly prevent spiders. So a lot of options out there. Yeah, and you had mentioned also before the show diatomaceous earth. Yeah, so that was another one I was reading about. If you sprinkle DE around areas where spiders are known to come in, it will actually kill them. So it's another option that's out there. Yeah, kind of along the same lines as the baking soda that you mentioned, most likely, because the the fine granules of diatomaceous earth um, will affect the spider's legs, I guess. Well, hopefully you found some of that information interesting and maybe useful at keeping spiders at bay. From around your house. Um, we do have a couple of events we'd like to mention and Salt Springs State Park is hosting uh, an event called What Good Are Bats? and that's on Friday October 15th at 6 p.m. Their presentation will show you things that you never knew about the only mammal capable of true flight and the problems that they face which we've talked about on the show before. Uh, environmental education specialist Tony DeSantis will dispel some fears with some astounding facts about bats and the bat population. It'll begin the program outdoors at dusk when bats are active. Uh, now there is a fee, it's $5, and kids and members are free. 
The second one is also at Salt Springs State Park. It's next Tuesday, October 19th at 6.30 p.m. and it's a full moon hike. So they invite you to come explore the park by the light of a full moon and they ask that you please bring a snack to share around a campfire afterwards and a flashlight. The fee is $5, $15 for families, and free for members. Alright, well I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, if you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and you can ask questions or you can make comments about the show. Don't forget to suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors.